Welcome to Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense, with Dr. Fiona Lovely. Dr. Lovely is an expert on health, treating women and their families from around the world. Her specialities include endocrinology, functional neurology, and functional medicine. Please visit us at drlovely.com. And now, here's the doctor. Good day, Dr. Fiona Lovely here. This is Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense. And today, we're going to do the last of the series on the prescription of menopause and perimenopause. That is the most commonly prescribed medications that women uh, get, if you will, when we are in the perimenopausal and menopausal years. And we have already discussed hormone replacement therapy, antidepressant medication, anti-anxiety medication, uh, the stomach acid stoppers and proton pump inhibitors, uh, antihypertensives or anti-blood pressure medication or blood pressure lowering medication, and statin drugs. And today we're going to talk about sleep aids. And what I mean by that is the medication that actually will... Uh, cause you to either fall asleep and stay asleep or sleep through the night. And, you know, again, these are very, very common medications. um, And they cause some really interesting psychological effects, if you will. I understand that the, the feeling of being medicated is not much better than the feeling of complete and utter imbalance that you feel when you're not sleeping. And uh, so let's talk about that. So a third of our life is meant to be in sleep, eight hours a day. And, you know, we've really, as a society, made sleep optional. And I remember in the 80s and 90s, very definitely hearing from the people around me and the messages on TV and in books, etc., was um, basically, I'm better than you because I can get away with four hours of sleep a night. And I don't know where we uh, made that some sort of badge of honor, but it's actually really foolish. And what's happened is the folks that were part of those generations are just showing all kinds of degenerative health uh, issues because they didn't make sleep as much of a priority as it should have been. And uh, what we know is that the brain regenerates and restores during that those eight hours. The cells uh, regenerate and restore. Um, your body grows. Your hormones get into balance. You digest your nutrients. I mean, there's just not only that, but you just you turn off the machine for a bit. You just take the time to. Uh, you know, we push ourselves pretty hard. And uh, this way, um, when you're sleeping eight hours a day, you're actually giving it the rest and rejuvenation that it needs. So um, two things essentially that happen with women in perimenopause is number one, you can't fall asleep. And number two, you fall asleep, but you wake up and you can't get back to sleep. And they're essentially two different issues, if you will. Usually if you can't fall asleep, the issues are about perseverating over the details of the day you've just had, going over and over and over it in your mind, Uh, you know, which really 
never gets us anywhere good. We never figure things out when we're in the toilet bowl thinking, which is just around and around and around and around. You get into that vortex and it's very hard to break that. You literally have to get up, distract yourself completely from it. Um, And the other, so my advice to you, if you're one of those, is uh, the notepad on the nightstand works really well for these kinds of things. If there's something you just can't get out of your mind, get up from your bed and write it down. And, you know, whatever your spiritual practice is, to pray on it, to ask somebody, ask the angels to take it from you, ask, um, you know, the universe or God to, to help you with it. That's where you take that moment and say, I give it up to you and you'll help me deal with it. And uh, I'm going to sleep now. I realize I've simplified that, but, uh, you know, also making sure your hormones are balanced, also making sure you're at peace uh, with yourself and your day before you get into bed um, is a good thing. You don't really want the TV on in the bedroom. You don't really want to be playing on your phone or your iPad before you go to sleep. Uh, the blue light actually disrupts the release of melatonin from the pineal gland, which is necessary for sleep. So if you're finding you're one of those people that just can't fall asleep, you need to put down your screens long before you do and do something restful and peaceful like meditate or pray or take a cool, uh, not cool, but a warm bath, not a hot bath, a warm bath, because if you over heat yourself in the bath, you'll have trouble sleeping then too. So warm bath, those kinds of things, maybe a little bit of yoga stretches, um, reading a book, um, those kinds of things are really great for, you know, the hour before you're going to sleep. Now, for those who fall asleep okay but wake in the middle of the night can't get back to sleep, this is typically a problem of blood sugar, believe it or not. And uh, depending on when we eat our meal, our last meal of the day, uh, we can wake because the blood sugar dips, which then triggers the adrenal glands to spike the cortisol, the stress hormone that stimulates you uh, to eat or release a fuel. And um, when you wake in the night, that can often be what's going on is it's been so long since your last meal that your brain's thinking you're going to shuffle off basically. So, um, or it's saying I'm running out of fuel, you know, you've got, you've hit the, hit the uh, red zone on your car and, and the little fuel pump light has come on. So the way, if, if this is you, the way that you can handle this is, um, before you go to bed in the half an hour before you go to bed, have an all protein snack. You can have fat in there, but you just can't have carb of any kind. Okay. Cause if there's sugar there, it will not give you the effect you're looking for. So all, all carb, uh, all protein snack, uh, right before bed. So, um, a hard boiled egg, a handful of nuts, um, piece of meat that you had left over from dinner, just set it aside and have it. It does not need to be a big portion at all. Just enough to give your body some fuel before you lay down to sleep. Let's see if that helps. Um, I've also understand that for those women that wake in the night, um, you can also wake in the night trying to figure out all the problems of your life. So in that case, the notepad on the nightstand works really, really handy, is really handy for that as well. Uh, sit up, write it all down, 
ask the angels to take it from you and fix it for you or ask God to step in and help or Buddha or Allah or Krishna or Jesus or the universe or whichever word you like, please uh, um, fill it into your uh, needs. And, um, and hopefully those two things help. It really focus on getting quality sleep. Also keep in mind that Sleeping in on the weekend doesn't cut it. In fact, it can actually cause more troubles during the week. So try to have the uh, consistency of a sleep schedule. So if you go to bed at 10 and you get up at 7 um, or go to bed at 10, get up at 6, that gives you your uh, 8 hours, then you can consistently do that throughout the week. That's really going to help with keeping your patterns. Um, So... To wrap up here and talk about the spiritual aspects of of sleep being uh, a challenge, shall we say, I ask you, are you at peace with your life? Does the residue of what ifs keep you awake and ruminating? What I say to you about that is let it go. Remember, life should be like ordering from a menu. What do you want to experience? What do you want to feel like every day? What do you want to feel like every day? That's how you get to play with it. So by ruminating on the what ifs, it's just not getting you what you need. Okay? If you feel like you really can't break that cycle, then see your mental health professional, your psychologist, your social worker, your psychiatrist. They can give you tools to help you do the work so that you're not stuck in the what ifs. Also, what's left undone that you need to make peace with? Do you need to apologize to someone? Do you need to pay a bill? Do you need to reach out to an old friend? Do you need to do the work to let go of an old relationship? Whatever it is, figure it out, make it happen. All of these things will contribute to you getting a much better quality sleep. You know what? Thanks for listening. It's so exciting for me to bring this information to you. I thoroughly enjoy doing these podcasts, but I want to do them for you. What do you want me to talk about? Please don't hesitate to message me on the Facebook page, Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense. Stop by the page and leave us a comment. You can find out more about me on my website, drlovely.expert. Thanks for listening. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.